Hey Lamar, like what's what's going on going on with these negotiations? I need to know because you see the Raven, the, the flock, like like I got this podcast, bro. You should come on there, you know, sometime once or twice or something. But like I got this podcast, bro, and like everybody's going crazy. It's on Twitter, it's on the podcast, it's in the comments, it's on other podcasts that I go to. Like people who don't even know about the Ravens know about these crazy negotiations. Like why? why like I think I'm in denial, Lamar. I really do. Like I think I'm in denial because. I don't understand. You're a former MVP and led the league in passing. There's a lot of guys who can pass really well, but they can't do that. They ain't done that before. So I'm just a little bit confused, and I think I'm going crazy with this ridiculous offseason. I need answers. I need answers, Lamar. Do you want fully guaranteed? Do you not? I need to know because at this point, at this point, Lamar Jackson, at this point, Baltimore Ravens, I'm confused. I think I'm in denial because I, y- y'all can just please just just tell me, tell me that the Ravens are not this dumb to let a good thing go away. All right, welcome into Flock Nation Speaks, your Baltimore Ravens podcast, where we talk about the greatest team in NFL history, if you're a Ravens fan, of course. Oh, my goodness. I I, I came to this realization um, probably, probably yesterday, but I think these last couple months. Like, as a Ravens fan, it's been wearing on me. You know, it's, it's been wearing on me. This whole contract negotiation, I was on Twitter, and... I think everybody collectively just feels how draining this contract situation is because I think to a lot of us, it doesn't make sense. Um, it, 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 it doesn't make sense at all. Like how is a guy who's a former MVP, right? A guy who's led the league in touchdown passing with me and three of my other friends on the football field with him. How has he not been signed yet? No offense to those guys he had back in uh, 2019. But, like, he's got a bottom-tier wide receiving core and has had one uh, ever since he has been in the league and still somehow led the league in touchdown passes. Unanimous MVP, one of the only uh, unanimous MVPs. There was only one other in the league. Pretty pretty, pretty good pretty good dude, actually. Uh, a whole thing, I think, and stuff like that. But it's just – it's crazy to me, right? Like I, I feel like I feel like I like like I don't know what it is. I feel like I'm going insane because I feel like there's a part of me that's sitting here, right? There's a part of me sitting here thinking, oh my goodness, there is no way. There is no way that the Ravens are this stupid. There's there's no way. Like, this is an organization that has consistently said, consistently done the right things, right? Like, like I'm in these Twitter spaces and people are talking about the Ravens always do right by their star players and they always do the right thing and they always do what they're supposed to do. But then you get your first offensive MVP in history, in your team's history, and the money, oh, oh, 
Oh, what? You, you know, you know how when you're ready to go. Now, let, let me tell y'all a story, All right? Because this is probably me most of the time when I go out the house. You know, when you are ready to go, you got somewhere to be. You didn't check the pockets eight times, and then for whatever reason, oh wait, but oh, I can't find my wallet. I can't find the money that I gotta go pay for said things when I go out with i can't find it like i don't know where it is is it under my hat like what is going on right like where is it did i leave it in the car i don't know that's the ravens right now right you can find all this money to create the highest paid secondary in the league or at least a top five highest paid secondary but you can't find the money to fund the lowest paid and I'll talk about this a little bit later on in the week, the lowest paid offensive unit in the league. Hmm, weird. But uh, it's it's just crazy, you know? And I feel like at this point, I feel like I'm just, I'm confused, I'm flabbergasted, I'm hurt, I'm frustrated, and I'm like, what what is going on, right? What is going on? And it's funny because I've heard a lot of people say that the Ravens always do right by their players right they always find a way to sign their stars that they want to sign they find a way to sign the guys that are the best or in the top tier of of their positions but then i just think over the years right i think over the years number one let's be honest the ravens have not really extended a skill position offensively, I don't think ever, right? I mean, it took Joe Flacco winning a Super Bowl, right? Winning a Super Bowl after suiting up for this team game after game after game, being your most consistent quarterback, at least when it came to suiting up, and they couldn't find the money to pay him until he won a Super Bowl. And ironically enough, it took actually pouring some money into the town around him for that to work, right? You drafted a, a guy in Torrey Smith um, to help him out. You traded for a guy in Anquan Bolden in his prime to help him out, right? Of course, you had Dennis Pitta, who was a pretty good tight end as well, and you shirt up the offensive line a little bit, right? Like supporting cast help, right? Supporting cast help in, in you know in, in in this league, and it's just it's just crazy to me, right? It's it's just crazy to me because. Literally, you can't win without Lamar Jackson. And all you do is win, 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 no matter what, with Lamar Jackson. So it's crazy to me to think that for some reason now I I can't, I can't find, I can't even find my phone to cash after man, right? I can't even find the resources necessary to pay Lamar Jackson, but I can make Roquan Smith the highest paid, uh, the highest paid middle linebacker in the league. I think linebacker period. I can make Ronnie Stanley a couple of years ago, the highest paid left tackle in the league. Right. So like it, the crazy part is it's not that the Ravens, cause like I, I've been under this notion. I really have. I've been under this notion that the Ravens are a cheap organization and, and they're not, they're actually not. Um, you know, we, we've talked about it. Like, 
I think a lot of us in Ravens flock, we call the Ravens bargain bin shoppers, right? Like we, they get the best value out of what they can find in these weird nooks and crannies of the NFL and these guys that sometimes nobody wants, or these guys that just like have kind of been given up on, right? They'll take a chance on them. And sometimes it hits and sometimes it misses, but you got a sure thing, right? You got a sure thing right in front of you and you have not paid him yet. And we're getting closer and closer to the franchise tag. And it's hard too, because we live in this crazy era of social media, right? Where everybody's got a report. Everybody's got a jersey swap for Lamar Jackson. Everybody's got a report for Lamar Jackson. Everybody knows where he's going. Uh, everybody knows what his campus said. Everybody knows what every little uh, tweet or subtweet or sub Instagram post or Instagram story that he makes in a Ravens jersey or a Dolphins jersey or XFL jersey or a CFL jersey. Everybody knows that's where he's going next. And sometimes it's just draining, right? Sometimes it's just draining as a fan because you're like, I don't, I, I really don't know, right? I, I really don't know. I've heard a lot of Bengals fans talk about like, they're kind of concerned that the Bengals won't pay Joe Burrow because the Bengals have been historically cheap. And then I thought, thought about the same thing. I'm like, the Ravens have been historically cheap when it comes to the offensive side of the ball. They never pay a receiver. And it takes, I mean, it takes a lot of work to get them to pay a quarterback. It, it takes, it takes so much work. And sometimes history repeats itself. And my biggest struggle is, is especially, you know, before I get to recent history, there's a little bit of, of like past history. Y'all remember Ed Reed played for like who was it the Jets? I think it was Ed Reed, one of the greatest safeties of all time, who was uh, who was a Raven for a very, very uh, long time, somehow ended up hitting the free agency market and they let him go. Eventually they brought him back and he retired as Raven and all that. But he won the super, you know, he won the Super Bowl as a Raven, like all that, but they let him go. A guy who's at the top of his game, Ray Lewis. They let him test the market. These are guys like, like you don't play that game with players. I don't think, right? You don't let people just test the market. Why would you do that? Why would you let people test the market when you haven't given them proper help to begin with? Why? Why wouldn't I go somewhere else? I, I mean, like I said before, like if Lamar Jackson goes to Miami. You might as well just shut the league down. Just shut it down. Like, like this whole Patrick Mahomes dynasty and all that stuff. Like, it's over. It's over. Like, no, nobody's winning for for a little bit. I'm not saying they're gonna win the Super Bowl every time, but the AFC locked down, locked up, clank, clank, over. It's over. You put Lamar Jackson with that talent, with a coach who believes in him, with the defense that's getting better on the rise. I don't want to see it. Right. I, I don't want to see it now, albeit do I think that's going to happen? No, because if the Ravens do trade Lamar Jackson, which is which is another thing. Right. If the Ravens do trade Lamar Jackson, I shouldn't even be saying that. How many times have you heard? I mean, if the Bills just trade Josh Allen. If the Chiefs just trade Patrick Mahomes. I don't even think we've heard if the Eagles just trade Jalen Hurts and they didn't believe in him a year ago. We barely heard if Miami just trades Tua and they don't even know what his future looks like. So it's just weird to me because Daniel Jones asking for his money. He probably going to get it. But the Ravens are the only ones stubborn enough to go against what the market says. Now, albeit, I don't mind them waiting it out to see if Deshaun Watson was an outlier, right? Because of Joe Burrow, because the crazy part is, 
if they want to keep Lamar Jackson, they got to have their money ready anyway. Because Joe Burrow and Justin Herbert are going to reset the market, right? We've heard this time and time again. They're going to reset the market. So it doesn't really matter, right? You're going to pay more for waiting on Lamar Jackson, right? For for, for waiting to, and not paying him after his MVP year or the year after, right? When you couldn't win without him either because of COVID and all that, right? Like, like, let, like let's not forget. So it's, it's just crazy to me. Um, because I, I really do think the Ravens would do the right thing, right? I really do. But then I think of Matt Judon, right? I think of Matt Judon. I think of Hollywood. I think I think of Matt Judon when it was time to get paid. I think of Hollywood Brown when it was time to get paid. I think of Orlando Brown when it was time to get paid. All, yes, disgruntled employees, right? They were upset about usage or where they were being used and stuff like that, but they're under contract for you, Right? They're under contract for you. And I think about it too, like CJ Mosley is another one. I think about it like this because the issue with the Ravens is when they don't pay the people that they should be paying at the time that they should be paying them, it takes them a long time to rebuild that. Let's go back, right? Let's go back to that. So Orlando Brown, right? Orlando Brown, top, top right tackle in the league. Right. Pretty decent left tackle, I feel like. I mean, played pretty decent at left tackle for the Ravens. How long has it taken the Ravens since they traded him in? Was that 2020? I think it was 2020. They traded him in 2020. And still to this day, you don't have a consistent right tackle. Right. Let's go back to CJ Mosley. Right. They traded him. I'm just going, I mean, let, let's just say they traded him three or four years ago. That's a generous number. But it's been at least that that time since they've been trying to find their middle linebacker, right? Their Mike middle linebacker. Because, you know, of course, Patrick Queen, we, 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 you know, he, he's shown flashes, but he, had, he wasn't what C.J. Mosley was, right? Let's talk about Matt Judon, right? Went to the Patriots, went off, had one of his best seasons he's had in his time in the league. But at the same time, Where's the pass rush been over the past two years since Matt Junon has not been on a Ravens roster, right? I'm not saying the pass rush was great when Judon was there, but Judon was still getting sacks because he was eligible to get paid and he was ready to get paid, right? Like, like it was, it was, it was on the table, right? Negotiations were there. So it's just crazy to me. Um, and, and we've heard other players talk about it. Like Matt Junon is one of them who feels like, the Ravens won't pay guys when it's time to pay them, right? The Ravens, the Ravens almost have a Patriots way of doing things where like they know, or at least they think they know the right time to cut ties with you. But the Patriots have been able to cut ties with people and then revamp that and get it right back to where it was, if not better. Whereas the Ravens, when they cut ties with people when it's time, when it's signing time, especially uh, players that they draft that become top players in the league, when they decide to cut ties with them, it takes a while for them to get back. I say that to say this. The Lamar Jackson situation reminds me a lot of uh, the Kirk Cousins situation, 
me say that again. The Lamar Jackson situation reminds me a lot of the Kirk Cousins situation in Washington uh, years and years ago before Kirk Cousins, of course, became a fully guaranteed quarterback, which the Ravens don't want to do. And that's fine, right? Whatever. Um, it reminds me of that situation for, for two reasons. Um, let's, let's, start, let's start with the first. Let's start with the obvious. Look at where the team that he came from, where they've been, what they've done, and what they've become since then, right? Kirk, now, albeit, and I, and I say this before, like, like Kirk Cousins is hit or miss, right? He has some, he, he's had some pretty good seasons. He's done some pretty good things. I think he was good enough to get paid even by Washington. And I, I remember I was talking to my friend. I said, I said, I said, hey, bro, I, I, I don't see this working out like you think it's going to work out for y'all. Y'all not just, you're not just going to fall into another Kirk Cousins, right? Kirk Cousins has been consistent enough to where you're not just going to fall into another really good quarterback like that overnight. And it's been, I think, four or five years since Kirk Cousins and that whole situation. And I think they franchised him twice and, you know, whatever they kept him for as long as they could. But then at the end of the day, they ended up with a quarterback carousel that went over and over and over again. And uh, Alex Smith, of course, that, that that he was probably the best one out of all of them. Um, and they didn't really get a chance to really see that through with the injury and everything. But that's the one that comes to mind first, right? It's Kirk Cousins because, number one, Lamar Jackson has a higher ceiling than Kirk Cousins does. But at the same time, like, I, I, I mean – we we know like like we know what Lamar Jackson does, right? We know how much Lamar Jackson means to this team, right? We've seen it, whether it be in the community, whether it be, uh, you know, on the field. Like we've seen it over and over and over again. Whether it's with great weapons or no weapons, right? We've seen it over and over and over again. We know what he means to this offense, and you know that that was one. Like Washington, how did they turn out? And then also, like, look at Minnesota, right? Now, the the pushback to him going to Minnesota is, well, they haven't won a Super Bowl and they haven't went to, like, the NFC Championship game or nothing like that. But I find it hard to believe that Washington fans would rather be in the situation they are now as opposed to having an opportunity to be uh, – potentially Super Bowl contenders every year with Kirk Cousins and all of those guys. And they were able to trade a number one receiver and get another one on top of already having Adam Thielen on top of that. So like the whole narrative of, well, if you pay him the guaranteed money, then they can't build around them. Well, I can guarantee you once the cap hit that Patrick Mahomes has goes up, the Chiefs are going to find a way to build around him, whether it is through the draft or it's free agency, right? I can guarantee you Deshaun Watson is not going to just have Amari Cooper. I can guarantee it, right? I can guarantee it, you know? So that's the thing. Like, what are the Ravens going to do? Are they going to make the right choice? Because, of course, you know, there, there's, you know, you got the franchise tag, so you got Lamar. Uh, for the time being, and it's one of those things where I think all the trade rumors are coming out because this is if you're going to trade him, this is the right time to do it because he still has time on his deal and whatnot. Um, and his value is at an all time high. But why would you like 
I don't understand why you would trade a guy for a chance at possibly a guy who has who who might do what Lamar Jackson has done, right? Like I think he's like top five in wins all time uh, for his first whatever it was, sixty-one starts or whatever it was, right? Like you're gonna trade a guy for an opportunity at the potential that another guy can do what the guy you have right in front of you has done. You're going to trade your first ever offensive MVP. It just doesn't make sense to me. Um, and, and it's crazy because it's crazy because it's Lamar Jackson, right? Like nobody said Deshaun Watson's not going to get his money. Nobody said Josh Allen's not going to get his money. They should trade him. Nobody said Mahomes is not going to get his money. They should trade him. You know, no, no, nobody said, nobody even said, like, even when Kirk Cousins was a free agent, nobody said, well, Kirk Cousins probably won't get his money because, you know, I don't know. But I think really, and, you know, for Ravens fans and, and to ease our pain a little bit, I think the best bet is the report is out there that Jalen Hurts is going to get a deal soon by the 28th, I think it is, which is Tuesday. The best case scenario is that, right? The best case scenario is he gets his deal done because then it truly shows where the market is. Is is Deshaun Watson an outlier or are they going to give Jalen Hurts the bag? If they give Jalen Hurts the bag, then there's no reason the Ravens shouldn't give Lamar Jackson the bag, right? So the biggest thing is going to be because that's going to probably be via reports, of course. That's going to probably be the one kind of like lingering factor, right, is what will the Ravens do if Jalen Hurts uh, signs his deal? And and I think I think patience is fine. It's, it's just hard. It's hard being a fan right now, right, because I think the patience of it is fine. I think waiting to see what other people are going to do, right, is, is completely fine as long as you want to spend more money after the fact anyway. Right. You're already in a position where you have to spend more money anyway. But like I just I find it hard to trust this front office, um, especially when it comes to an offensive talent. It doesn't matter how talented they are. Right. It doesn't matter how much of a generational talent they are. Like I find it hard to trust EDC and company. Right. I trust them defensively because they've proven time and time again that they can build that side of the ball. But I. I can't trust them when it comes to the passing game and when it comes to the offense. I can't. I'm trying, right? I'm trying my best here. But to see how this situation has played out, I I can't find the trust in my heart anymore, right? And, you know, I've heard a lot of people say if, if they botch this, they got to go, right? Like, and it's weird because none of it makes sense either, right? I get it. Lamar Jackson's a trending topic, so of course you're going to talk about trade rumors all day, every day, and why he shouldn't sign and why he should sign and all that. But like, it also, from a Ravens perspective, it doesn't make sense because why would John Harbaugh want to be a part of a rebuild? Because that's what this would essentially be, right? It's a rebuild because you don't know. Even if you draft Justin Fields, who is – the top guy in his draft class, right, from a couple years ago, right? Like, even, like, look at the Bears, right? The Bears had a solid defense already. 
right? It's just building that offense up. So that's going to take time, right? So even if you draft, I don't know who will be there by then. I know I've heard some people say Anthony Richardson by then or, um, you know, it doesn't really matter. Like, regardless of who you draft, you can draft the top quarterback in, in, in the draft. Unless you're going to build the rest of this offense too, it doesn't matter, right? It, it, it really, it just doesn't. It simply doesn't matter. So that that's that's my biggest thing is like I don't see John and that's why I'm like holding out hope that this is gonna get done. Cause I don't see John Harbaugh at his age wanting to go through a rebuild, number one. But but number two, like it just doesn't make sense. Right? It just doesn't make sense. You're right there, right? You're one player away and not a quarterback, right? You're literally probably one receiver away. You pair that guy with Bateman, and there you go, right? You draft a guy early in this draft, or you know, whenever your pick is, of course, in this draft, or trade up to, to draft the guy you want in this draft and not on the defensive end, and we're going to be having a whole different story because if you put Bateman whenever he gets back, Duvernay whenever he gets back, with a top-flight receiver out of the draft, and then on top of that, you probably grab a veteran, you keep Demarcus Robinson to kind of just glue everything together until, until the time comes, right? Uh, maybe, okay, maybe like scotch tape it together until the time comes. And then you're good. Literally, the Ravens are one receiver away. The defense is fine. The defense was fine before Roquan Smith got here. They're even better now. You sign Lamar. It's, I mean, it's easy math, right? Right. It ain't even 32 and, and a third. It ain't even that. Like, like it's easy math. Right. All you got to do is sign Lamar Jackson, grab a receiver in the draft, let Bateman get back. Right. Because if you draft a top flight wide receiver in the draft, that takes Bateman's place. You know, that gives him time to just ease back in, into it after this Liz Frank injury. Gives Duvernay time to get back. Right. Because you've got special teamers. And then on top of that, Add D-Rob back in there. Maybe grab another guy. Maybe grab a top free agent or something. You, you, there's options. But trading Lamar Jackson isn't one of them. Because I'm going to be honest with y'all. I'm going to be highly upset, frustrated, mad. And, I, I mean, like, I, it's going to be hard if there's no Lamar Jackson on this team. Because I just feel like that's full rebuild. And, I, <laughs> and c- c- coming, coming from – from a Ravens fan who's enjoyed these last five years and then the the 10 previous to that, like I'm not necessarily ready for a rebuild. Uh, you know, I, I, I want more than just competing. So we'll see what happens. But as always, um, definitely hope you guys enjoyed the show. Fly Nation Speaks is on all of your favorite audio and video uh, platforms, wherever you listen to podcasts, whether, wherever you watch podcasts. Uh, be sure to uh, find Flock Nation Speaks on, on, on that. And, you know, take me to work with you. You know, like 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 the day goes easier when you got Flock Nation Speaks on, on. You can put it on the speaker. You can put it on the TV, the Roku TV you got in the office, all that. You can put it on there. And, uh, you know, definitely, definitely be sure to check that out. I'll put them, put them up for you guys. Uh, all the major platforms, Flock Nation Speaks is on them. If you haven't already, be sure to hit that subscribe button. And uh, I'll be back. I'll be, I'll be back soon. I got I got some stuff in in, in the plans. 
Uh, I have uh, got some notes now for some videos that, that I definitely want to do <sighs> coming up this week. Probably still talking about this crazy topic unless something changes. Uh, but we'll, we'll, we'll see how it goes. Uh, as always, definitely hope you guys enjoy it. Easy for me to say. As always, definitely hope you guys enjoy it. I will see you guys on the next one. This has been Flat Nation Peaks once again. Until next time.